The views and opinions expressed on the following program are that of the host and their guests and do not necessarily reflect the views of CJAM-FM. This is Dale Elad Demore of the Spies and Guitar Army, and you're now listening to CJAM 99.1 FM, now reaching higher ground in Windsor and Detroit. You're listening to Win City Sports on CJAM 99.1 FM. Now reaching higher ground in Windsor and Detroit. Yo, what's good, everybody? You're listening to CJAM Radio 99.1 FM. We are now reaching higher ground in Windsor and Detroit. You're listening to Windsor's only local sport podcast. With your host, as always, Drake Demore. This is Win City Sports. Wind City Sports is here on CGM every Thursday with new episodes live at 8 p.m., replays on Mondays at 12 noon p.m., and you can hear all of our old shows on soundcloud.com, cjam.ca. We also have a Facebook, Twitter, and new Instagram account. Today is October 19th, 2017, and episode 68 of Wind City Sports. Next week is CGM's annual pledge drive. It kicks off actually tomorrow, the 20th. It's running from the 20th to the 27th and this is the only time of year uh, that I will ask you for money and I really hope that that continues the rest of my life. Um, We are going to be reaching out to all of you on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all sorts of social media, emails and even this show. If you are listening to this show and if you like CJAM and you like all of the programs that we provide, we got to keep us alive and we need some new equipment to keep doing those uh, programs and to make them even better. So you can donate online now. Uh, I put the link to our Win City donate page on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can also just go to cjam.ca and click on donate and donate there. Or come in the studio, uh, to the station, sorry, at the CAW Center at the University of Windsor campus. But that's going to bring us back to today. We are going to be talking to a Lancer basketball player from our men's basketball team. He's a new recruit. It's Marcus Jones. He's joining me uh, on the phone shortly, and we're going to be talking uh, a little bit about his background, where he's from, where he's been playing, uh, talk about joining the team. Obviously, we're going to talk about their time in Amsterdam and just talking everything basketball, Lancer basketball, and a little bit about Windsor. Like I said, he's a new guy to Windsor, so let's see what he thinks of our city. He did warn me that he's a little bit under the weather, but I'm sure it'll still be a good talk. And now that brings us to our Windsor Lancers Athletes of the Week. We didn't have any last episode, but this week we are looking at Bryce Evan of the men's golf team and Sydney Hawkins of the cross-country team. And now we have to hear a PSA, the things that keep us alive to keep doing the things we do and providing the programs that we provide like Wind City Sports and all of our music-based programs. Obviously, Pledge Drive is going to go towards this as well, but it's also for us to improve our equipment and Uh, Like it's called, we are moving into the digital age, so we have to kind of go with the times, right? So we need some new equipment to keep up in the studio. So again, we're reaching out to you in the next week. I'm going to bug you today. I'm going to bug you next week on a little bit on Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff. And following that, we're going to hear our interview with Windsor Lancers men's basketball team's own Marcus Jones. Don't go anywhere. (laughs) 
Are you a new or returning student at the university? Looking for a creative outlet that incorporates music and fun? Why not volunteer at CJAM FM? Volunteering isn't hard. All you need are a pair of headphones and the enthusiasm to learn. So grab some friends and email programcjam at gmail.com or come on down to the station. We're located in the basement of the CAW Student Center on the UWIN campus. And tune in to CJAM anytime on the UWINSER app or online at www.cjam.ca. So like I said, we'll, we'll start with a little bit about yourself and your background. Um, but you're not from Windsor, right? Where are you from? Um, originally, I'm from Brantford, Ontario. I was born and raised there. So I was in Brantford until I was about 17. And then moving out, I transferred to uh, another high school called uh, Athlete Institute, Orangeville Prep. So I spent my last year of high school there. Oh, yeah, okay. Did you move uh, for basketball? Like, did you switch over to their team or something? Or? Yeah, so what happened was that I did uh, three years of high school, in, um, I'm sorry, four years of high school in Brantford where I grew up and went to two different high schools there. And then in my fifth year, uh, I ended up um, getting recruited to go play for a prep school called uh, Athlete Institute or Orangeville Prep. Luckily, now. And mm-hmm. What it is, is like a, it's like your, it's, it was like Canada's first real basketball prep school. Like I know there's a lot, a lot of them all over the States. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I was living, I was living out in Orangeville for a year. I went to school out. I uh, went to school out there, and then um, I was part of the uh, basketball academy that I had out there. So it was a pretty good experience. Yeah, that's pretty wicked, man. And did they uh, reach out to you to recruit you, or how did that come to be? It was actually kind of funny how it happened. So I did a camp called Hogarth College. You probably know the uh, the president of it, Mono Wadley. He was actually all Canadian. Yeah. So I just attended the camp as an athlete, and at the end of the week, Mono offered me a job to work for Point Guard College, who I still, I actually still work for my son this summer. And then one of the uh, coaches that were working that camp as well um, was a man named Curtis Dauber, and he was the head coach of the first year after this too. He was just watching me all the week. He presented me with the opportunity uh, to go on scholarship to the Institute. So it's kind of, everything kind of fell into place. It was kind of. Wow. Yeah, that's really yeah. cool. It's like meant to be. So you yeah, yeah, had um, uh, a scholarship. So like, they have uh, those sort of deals even at the high school level at that like private academy. Yeah. So what they did there, uh, and now now it's it's grown so much when I was there. Like when I was there, it was the guinea pig year. Like we were the first year of athlete institute, and now you know they've taken off. You know, obviously I've got a couple guys in the NBA with Sean Maker and Jamal Murray, but uh, you know they got the Nike dealership sponsorships and the Bios deal. So they you know they have a lot of uh, money and they're profiting now. Wow. Yeah, I remember the tipping to own own the academy and everything. They had a five year plan to profit off of it, and, and it happened and it worked for them. So, but yeah, as far as the scholarships, what they would do is like local um, businesses in Orangeville would sponsor us. So they would cover so much of our scholarship, and then what they couldn't cover, these other places would like pick up and sponsor us. So like you know, we'd promote them around the gym, and they could do certain we'd like. Do promotional things for these uh, companies and businesses, local businesses. Oh, that's pretty awesome. That's awesome. That's happening here in Ontario, right in the GTA too. Because like yeah, you said, it's big in in America, but uh, it's cool to see that here. It was. It's amazing that you know it's that people, especially Canadian guys, can can stay home and do it from the comfort of, uh, if not their own province, their own country. You know, Absolutely. I think we've all heard the stories of guys going down the states, especially at the high school level, and just having terrible experiences. And, um, even messing up their eligibility or they're just passing for the game of basketball and messing up them academically and athletically. So 
athlete industry is definitely doing it the right way. That's cool. That's so cool, man. So how long have you been playing, like, uh, in general? When did you start? And just kind of give me that story. Um, I, I've been playing basketball since, since a really young age. So I want to say probably that six or seven. I started out with, in Brantford, just with Brantford CYO, and kind of doing the development programs there and the, the local uh, teams and house leagues and stuff. And I always just played basketball in Brantford. Uh, to be honest, ba- basketball was my first sport. I played hockey right up until high school, and then, as a lot of people know, like when you're playing at that level of hockey, it's you know you have to make a decision. You have to commit yourself to hockey, and that's it. And I wasn't prepared to do that. Uh, you know, I kind of wanted to get more of the high school experience and everything. And at that time, I was really starting to just fall in love with basketball more. And, uh, from there, it kind of took off for me. I just I always played in Brantford, and then you know people reached out to me and said, "You kind of got to get yourself in a bigger, you know, better, bigger and better competition." Um, and once I started doing that, it was just, uh, I just really fell in love with the game. There's just always, always so many ways I find in basketball in particular, you can, you're always expanding your game, whether it's physically or mentally, like there's always ways to get better. And that was a part of basketball that kind of, uh, kind of intrigued me, especially in Brantford being a hockey town. There was so much for me to learn. And it was just, it could have been overwhelming, but I think I just had the right people around me and the right coaches that took interest in me and they just... You know, they saw that I was a raw talent, and they just wanted to help me learn the game and just become a better player. That's an awesome story, man. That's great. Because, like you said, it's a it's a hockey town, and there's probably so many kids going towards that, going towards hockey and, and doing that, and maybe not as many in the basketball uh, field. And it might have been beneficial to you that in that sense. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think it was beneficial. I think it was beneficial to play a multitude of different sports. I think oh, yeah. it added a certain, a certain toughness. Um, and just different kind of skills and attributes to my uh, my game, just overall as an athlete. But yeah, it um, you know you could look at it as like a, as a, maybe a downside growing up in a hockey town. But you know, for me, <laughs> they, that's what it was. Yeah, I, didn't, no, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't grow up in the GTA. Like even like growing up in Windsor, uh, I feel like would have been so much more of a better experience playing basketball with Windsor, Hamilton, just any city but Brantford. But, you know, it molded me and kind of shaped me to who I am. So Absolutely. I love her. Yeah. yeah, made you who you are right right now, right? Yeah. So um, so you talked about playing in the Orangeville team, uh, but eventually you moved into college, right? Yes, yes, I did. So, uh, so tell me, like, where you played, and I want to know, like, what the transition was like between high school and college when you first were experiencing that. So... Leaving uh, Orangeville, I, I had a couple of uh, scholarship opportunities, and I ended up taking uh, a full-ride scholarship to Division II school, Gannon University. Uh, it's in Erie, Pennsylvania. So originally when I first got down there, <clears throat> I learned quick that I had to put on size pretty quick, uh, especially being in the States. It's big boys down there. Like a lot of, you know, guys are 19, 20. Oh, yeah, I know. Built, yep. built like they're 30, you know? So, um that was a big adjustment. And then also just, you know, just understanding I went from being a fifth year guy in high school. So usually one of the older guys and now I'm, I'm the young buck and anywhere I go and anybody we play. So that was a big adjustment. Um, just time management, you know, just staying healthy, uh, battling injuries and just getting used to like the practices. The practices are just so physically demanding, but what I, a lot of people don't understand is how mentally demanding, uh, it is, and how mentally prepared you have to be just for practice. Uh, I'm, I'm at my old school, kind of the theory was um, practice, 
like you have games, so the games seem easier. So, yeah, it was definitely a big adjustment, a big, big adjustment. Yeah, like you said, it's it's stuff that you kind of already knew and experienced, but it's just at a bigger level and, and larger atmosphere, right? Oh, yeah, for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. So uh, how did you end up here with the Lancers? Uh, were you recruited by Chris, Coach Oliver, or um, how did that happen? So Coach Oliver and I go back to when I was still in Brantford playing. Oh, no way. He was recruiting, yeah, so he was recruiting me back in grade 11 and grade 12 when I was still in Brantford uh, when I was at North Park Collegiate. And um, I had the opportunity to come up to go to Orangeville Prep. And I felt just as, as a basketball player, and uh, I needed mm. an extra year just to – mature uh more physically and mentally um and then he recruited me mm-hmm. so that i got it back back at 18 years old for me it was NCAA or bust and i think that for a lot of people that's their dream um so i was just dead set on that and you know my my first couple of years at the school i chose mm-hmm. you know they were good years you won a championship but um when i made my decision to leave and come back to canada uh coach oliver was immediately on my mind um, and there's other schools in play that are recruiting me, so I kind of took my time with making my final decision. But once I came on my visit to Windsor, which was, was the second school I visited, and uh, I canceled my other visit. I just I fell in love with it. And I love the guys that were here. Um, I love his um, his ideals and his, his approach to the game and his passion for the game. And um, There's just no way I could walk away. And it was almost one of those things like, oh, man, I kind of wish I came here earlier. But you know, I feel like I'm in a good good position here, and I'm I'm playing on a on a very talented team with a very uh, talented coach. So I'm happy that I'm here. That's so cool, man. But actually, the next question uh, I was going to ask was just like, you know, in general, what's the experience like thus far uh, with the team? But it seems like you're just you're liking it a lot, eh? Yeah, it's it's very different. Um, I find being at an NCAA school, it's struck a lot different. Where like, you don't really, I'll be honest, you didn't have a lot of freedom, like. Um, they decided what we were doing every day when we were doing it. Um, whereas here, there's a lot more freedom, and it gives us a lot more responsibility just to be young men. And you know, they're not gonna—he's not gonna hold our hand and make sure we're on time to things and this and that. And it's up to us. And mm-hmm. he, you know, we're 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 college athletes, we're university athletes, and he's gonna treat us as such. You know, we're young men. And, yep. But as far as as far as team. I like the core group and a lot of the old guys. Even even being a transfer, he's he's looking at me to, to be more of a leader. And uh, the guys that are um, have been here, guys like Mike Rocco, who's in his fifth year, has been excellent in helping me uh, transition to not just a different style of game, but just how they do things. And um, it's just been they've made it so easy for me to come in and uh, perform and um, continue to better myself and better my game. They just made it really easy and. Um, I know there's going to be bumps in the road as it goes along these next two years, but, you know, I, I trust these guys, and they they showed me that I have no reason not to trust them, and uh, that was one of the biggest reasons why when I came my visit, it just felt so natural, and I just felt like this was the place I needed to be. Awesome, man. Uh, like you were saying with, like, uh, Chris just letting you guys be independent, that's how you learn, and that's how you mature, right? And oh, yeah. uh, we're still very early in the season, yet alone in your tenure with the school. So, you know, like you said, there's going to be bumps in the road, and there's going to be – uh, things overcome, but um, I, I wanted to ask. Actually, this was from Chris himself. He says, um, "What what's the comparison between your D two experience and so far what you've experienced here in Windsor?" Well, I guess you kind of already touched upon it, right? Like you said, they uh, they didn't give you as much freedom, and here you got more freedom and more really more of a responsibility, right? Yeah. 
Also, um, yeah, a lot more responsibility, but it's, it's nice. I feel I feel more of like a young adult, mm-hmm. um, which is nice. You know, I, I get to, it, even from a basketball standpoint, like it's not he drives up a plane and do this. You know, we, we go into practice and we discuss things and he asks us, he'll, we'll go into his office and, um, you know, I, I remember there was a game we played, uh, we had a preseason game and, uh, I was struggling. I was struggling in the game <clears throat> offensively, and he called me in the office the next day, and he just went over some things, and he said, "I want to. I need to find ways to get you involved in the offense a little bit better." And um, you know, we just talked things out. We hashed things out. He asked me what I like, what plays I like, this and that. And it was it was new for me. It was, it was almost kind of weird that you know he was, I I was able to have a say in what we were doing. Um, and I don't know. I don't want to speak on all NCAA schools, but, you know, from my experience and a lot of guys I know that have gone down there, it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's written, it's a written law that, you know, you just do as the coach says and mm-hmm. uh, that's how it goes, which, you know, it, yeah, yeah. it works in own right, but up here, it's definitely, it's, it's nice, it's a new, it gives you that sense of, uh, like I said, responsibility and accountability for your own game. You know, you've got nobody, if he's giving you this freedom and he's telling us to go play if you're not performing, you're accountable. You need to be the one in the gym making shots. You need to be one in the weight room putting on weight, staying in shape. Like, he puts it on you. you know, I'm doing my part. You do your part. And we, to, we work together as a cohesive unit because mm-hmm. he doesn't claim this to be his program, his team. He's like, it's ours. We work together. He's like, I don't, I don't have a team without you guys, and you guys don't have anywhere to play without me. So, you know, we all have each other's back. We're all on the same same team. We're working together, so. That's definitely different, and I and I appreciate that mentality, because um, again, it just makes you it makes you feel like a young man, it makes you give you make you accountable for yourself, it makes you feel responsible, and it's, I feel like it's more rewarding. Yeah, and that's gonna make you want to excel more, right? Like that's gonna make you want to strive towards your uh, role, really. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. All right, so um, as I talked about with Chris a little bit here, because he was on the show not too long ago, actually. The team has a good rep and uh, a history of really being like a top contender around Canada and America. So, like, it's kind of funny because I had this question lined up. You said you had it already known Chris, so you had crossed paths with him. But, like, were you uh, familiar with the team before uh, you came here, before you even visited, or maybe before you met Chris? Did you hear anything about the Lancers or anything like that? Yeah, definitely. Um, so, I, I uh, actually, one of our graduate assistants, Isaac Kwan, he played at uh, Windsor, and um, he, he lived. He was living in Brantford. He's working in Brantford. So I've known Isaac for the past three summers when I would go home from time to time and I'd go play pickup ball. And then he actually started working out and we trained together. And he's always telling me, you know, come to Windsor, come to Windsor. And he's just telling me about the culture of Windsor and this and that. And I actually had a cousin. My uh, my cousin played basketball here on the women's team, Selena Bosworth, and she won a championship here. Uh, I can't remember exactly what year she was here, but I remember she won a national title. And you know, she was she was telling me when I came my visit here, like I would just love it and it'd be a great time. And you know, just running through my high school coaches and even my prep school coaches. Um, I know my one prep school coach uh, Jesse Tipping. He knows Coach Oliver personally. You know, they know each other, and you know, he just thought it was a great fit for me. And um, just from meeting Coach Oliver in the past and knowing about his success and you know, what he's been able to do for players individually and then just from a team standpoint like this, the, win- the Lancers are always competing. They're always competing. Um, I think even last year, you talked about last year being a down year, but they're still a playoff team. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So to see that, like, they weren't happy just making the playoffs. You know, they want to compete. They want to compete with the best in Canada. They want to be known as the best in Canada, and they want to put banners up. And, you know, if as a competitor, 
if you want to call yourself a competitor and a basketball player, that's what you strive for. So knowing that and knowing that about the program and having, you know, past knowledge and even gaining more knowledge when I was in the recruiting process again this, this spring, um, it was just, it was nice to hear that they're still striving for that. That culture, it hasn't changed. He's, he's put that, he's grabbed by the reins and that's the culture that's winning their basketball. So. Uh, yeah, so eventually you uh, made it here, you recruited, and you guys ended up traveling out to Amsterdam just about a month ago. Uh, you guys did a little tournament and stuff there. Uh, so just tell mm-hmm. me in general, what was it like going there, man? Oh, man, it was it was amazing. It was it was definitely amazing. Um, especially, <clears throat> I've been I've been over to Europe before. I've been to Italy for a basketball tournament, but just, just be kind of like on the other side of Europe, I guess. It was just, it was so different to me. There's so much to do in Amsterdam, and it was one of those things again, which is how Coach Oliver is. He gave us the time and freedom uh, to explore the city, and you know, he made sure we had enough time to do the things we needed to get done over there. And as much as it was a business trip, we were going over there to win three, three games, and um, we accomplished that. But just as far as the sightseeing and learning about the history and the culture, and the one day he set us up with a tour guide, and um, it was just unbelievable the things we were learning that you know. Um, you, just, you wouldn't get if you didn't if we didn't go on that trip. So um, everybody, you know, we had a lot of people help sponsor us for that trip and help us fund that trip. So thank you to all of them. And um, you know, it's it's one of those things you'll just never forget about. And I feel like it helped the team, especially for me being a new guy, not know not knowing a lot of those guys on a deeper level. Uh, just being able to travel with those guys and and share the same experience as being over there and learning about the history and culture, it definitely brought us closer. Um, as a team, just individually made, helped me make some connections with certain guys that I may have not got if, say, we didn't do a trip like that. Yeah, that's, that's what he uh, talked about as well when I talked to him on the show here. He was just saying it was like maybe not going into it, he didn't think of it that way, but at the end it was like it was just such a big bonding experience that it really you know, benefited you guys in that way yeah. and just in general, right? Because that's so huge with, when it comes to team sports. Yeah. Most definitely, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what was like the atmosphere like at the games when you guys were playing? It was fun. It was fun. Um, Big crowds or what? Yeah, the first game was a little bit weirder. It was in one of those like uh, <laughs> uh, rubber floor. Oh kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they had like training going on on the other two courts while we were playing. So I mean, but once you're in the game, you tune it out. Yeah. It was horrible, but and the the stands were like up above the track style but it wasn't a track they're only on one side of the gym so mm-hmm. it's definitely a european looking gym but um pim harkins on our team who's from actually from the netherlands like he had crazy amount of family come out to our game so like every game felt like a home game and that their support was incredible um just I, like during the game and after the game just talking to us and all three of those games we, we started off down and we we went down at some point in the game by like double digits and we came far away back came back to to win all three, and uh, I definitely give a lot of that credit just to the support we had from Pim's family. Um, you know, especially you know being a, you know you know being a being a sports guy, and you know how much that the crowd, how much that yeah, how much that energy and can change the momentum of a game. And you know, his family and his friends that came out to support us definitely definitely made a huge impact in uh, helping us win those games. Mm-hmm. Especially being over there, right? You're not anticipating that. You're thinking no one's gonna know who we are. Well, oh, maybe, yeah. you know you had the guy's family there but and then when yeah. you can when you hear it and feel it that's when it you know it, it, it's hard to put in the words because when you're experiencing it there is no words right you're just you just feel it yeah yeah for sure 
yeah, like you said, like it, you're new to the team, and we talked about, you know, it was a bonding experience for you uh, going over to Amsterdam. But, you know, carrying that over to when you guys came back, um, is there anyone that you are connecting with on or off the court? You did mention uh, Mike Roca, and are you guys uh, clicking or what? Yeah, definitely. Mike's, Mike's my guy for sure. He's, yeah, uh, he's a good dude. I interviewed him too. Uh, he was yeah. really good. Yeah, he's just he's he's a great teammate. You know, you could you could put him on any team in the country, and he's gonna find a way to just make them better. Um, and I definitely feel that for me, does I feel like he is making better? He pushes me. Um, most recently, the last game we played uh, at home, I struggled offensively, and he challenged me. I just, he said I wasn't aggressive enough, and we just had a game the other day, and I just made it a point to just be, you know, as as aggressive as possible, um, offensively, and and it, I think it really made a big impact on how our team performed. Um, and then just off the court, outside of basketball, you know, Mike's just a great guy. There's other guys too. Like I live with uh, the other two transfers, um, Marcos Clennon and Taloy Simon. Uh, Taloy, unfortunately, he's been injured, so he hasn't been able to be in the lineup, but. Uh, living with these guys that definitely helps uh, bond, and um, a lot of the guys that were are returners, um, they're all all great guys. Uh, Luke Allen, uh, Anthony Zervner, uh, Dames, um, Damon Prasad, I think is gonna have have an excellent year. Just you know, he's, he's one of the guys. He's a great teammate. You know, he's just always uh, looking out for you, making sure you're doing the right things, reminding you. Uh, guys like Chris. Chris is a young guy, he's a second year guy. He's always, always, you know, giving you tips and reminders, always in your ear, letting you know what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong. So the team is definitely full of just, you know, it might be too cliche, but it's just full of good guys, like guys that just want to see you succeed. Um, and as long as we we keep that attitude and everybody's on on the same page, uh, you know, there's, there's, I'm foreseeing a lot of success for this program this year. Right on. So uh, we're going to begin to wrap things up. I have just a few more questions. Uh, okay. Like I said, like you're new to Windsor. You um, maybe have been here before, but uh, now you're living here. How are you enjoying the city? Just a uh, kind of general question. Um, to be honest, I love Windsor. It's, I think it's a dynamic city. It's a good spot. For me, it's uh, it's nice because being in the States for four years and then come back to Canada, I was like, I might be in for a little bit of culture shock just because I, I was never really back in Canada during those four years. I come home for holidays and then this summer was the first time I was really back in Canada for longer than a couple of weeks. Detroit being right across the river, and, um, you know, it's, I feel like this is an ideal spot for me. And then being at a bigger school, too, this U Windsor is a lot bigger than my, my other school that I was at in the States. I mean, that was a private school, so it was smaller. But um, people in Windsor, I've, I've come across different people. Uh, I was up, up here in the summer on weekends and during the week for, like, training camps and stuff And um, when I wasn't working. And... You know, people would see you wearing the U Windsor gear and stuff and ask questions and just very friendly people and I find a lot of supportive people of the U. You know, they they like to see that you're you're in school and that you're an athlete and uh that you're you're representing their city. Um and for the people who are all the matters of, of the U, it's it's nice for them to see us representing uh their school the proper way. So uh definitely get a lot of positive vibes and um met a lot of friendly people in the city for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Kind of wrap it up. Um, talk about the future just a little bit. NCAA was like the goal, and that's what you were striving for. But um, do you have any future goals? Maybe I'm sure NBA is like 
the dream, uh, maybe possibly <laughs> NBL with the Express being here, or, or you don't know. Do you see what happens? Focused on school or or what? Yeah. So for me, for me, it's a little bit different academically because I did I graduated from my old school. You know, so coming back here, I'm getting a second degree. Um, so it's two years. So it fit perfectly. I have two years academically. I have left, and then two years of eligibility, I have left. But um, as far as pro goals, I, I definitely have uh, goals of getting overseas and. Um, just knowing Coach Oliver's reputation, you know, he just send, he just helped guys reach that level, you know. And if, before I might say, "Oh, this guy's got a lot of connections," he got a lot of connections, which he does. But I think he just he he actively takes a lot of care of Ashman, developing his guys and seeing them reach that level. And that when he sees them, he says, "I think you could be this," and he helps them reach that level. So for me, that was that was because I've had a lot of a lot of former teammates from the States, whether they be American or from somewhere else, that, you know, when it came time to go to that next level, uh, it just didn't happen for them. And I couldn't understand why, because they're really good players. And uh, I've met some coaches up here, that, and they all say, you know, I'm playing for some of those uh, leagues overseas, which Coach Oliver sent a lot of guys over there. Um, is they don't like that people who have that American style of game um, and that American style of play. So actually, without me knowing coming up here and having two years playing in the OUA, and the, and the FIBA style of game is really benefiting me uh, moving forward if, if that is um, where I want to see myself play, which it definitely is. And, you know, just Coach Oliver just takes, you know, he takes pride in uh, his players and his program. Um, and I, can, I felt that on my visit. And, you know, he has the resume and the reputation of sending his program and having a successful basketball program, but then, not only does he have the, the resume and reputa uh, reputation when you're with him, it's it's the truth, you know. He is who he is, and he doesn't he doesn't just say something. He's he's about it too. So it goes hand in hand. Yeah. So definitely look, looking to the forward. Those are those are my goals, and they, they haven't wavered or changed. And I think they've just become a lot more tangible being in this program. Yeah. Like the thing is, like you said, he has the connections, but he's also got the skill and the right mind. So all those things together are just the perfect fit, total package, right? So we're hoping the best for you, man. Welcome to Windsor, and we're happy to have you. Yeah, man. Thanks so much.